50 of the Geek Heart Games podcast. I am Sam Suvak alongside Cody Tietrich. Cody, tell me, on a scale of zero geek hearts to 10 geek hearts, how excited are you about the episode 50 show? Sam, I'm a solid 10 geek hearts. I don't know why you're not more pumped. This is episode 50. We've been doing this for 50 episodes. Let's go. Wow, that's so exciting. Um, Okay, now I just want to... Would this influence you at all in your level of excitement if I told you that while this is episode number 50 of the Geek Heart Games podcast, it is not in fact our 50th episode. Technically, this is our 53rd episode that we published because we've had some little special episodes here and there that have been outside of the numbering system. True. Hmm. Did you also include our rainy day podcast that we've recorded? No, I'm only counting ones that have been published. So we've got Mario Brothers movie, we've got Tomb Raider movie, and we've got God of War spoiler cast. Okay, alright. So yeah. I completely forgot we did the spoiler cast. I was like, what are you talking about? How about that? So long ago. Um, So yeah, so, you know, does does that influence your excitement level at all? Also keeping in mind that in two weeks, we're going to be super excited about our anniversary episode. I mean, no, like, I'm still pretty pumped. You know, okay. it's, episode, okay. it's, it's our, it's our numbered 50 podcast. It's our number 50 so, episode, man. What are you yeah. really going to do? Yeah. yeah. So it's worth so, celebrating. So It is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, like I said, though, in, in two weeks, we've got our one year anniversary. And again, we're going to do... Some special fun stuff for that, I think. We hope it's going to be fun. Uh, One of the things we'd like to do is to reach out to our listeners. And if you guys have, uh, like, you know, a fun experience from the past year with Geek Heart Games or something funny that happened or what your favorite thing was, uh, we'd love for you to write in with us and we'll share those on the podcast. Or if you're feeling, like, really adventurous, uh, you could record a little sound file and send that to us and we'll, we'll pop it in the show. So... Yeah, but that's uh, something to look forward to in approximately two weeks. I mean, I don't know why I said approximately. It's I mean, it's two weeks. So. It's, it's, it's two weeks, yeah. <laughs> Calendars are hard. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah. So uh, we wanted to do like something special and fun for our 50th episode, but then we didn't want to steal any of the fun away from our anniversary episode. So it was like, ah. And we're like, well, 50, we could do like a top 50 list of something. But like 50 of anything, man, that's that's a lot. It's too much. It's, it's so too much. much. So, yeah, so we didn't do that. So, I I mean, you might say we took the easy route. I'd say we took the fun route, the more fun route. Yeah, we took route. the fun route. Yeah. Uh, we're doing the Ask Us Anything episode. An AUA. AUA. Cody likes to call it that. I don't, but that's fine. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just, it sounds fine. AUA, what do you? It sounds like you need to see a doctor, but it's fine. I mean, Maybe. Uh, what about an ATGA? Ask these geeks anything. What about a AMFA? Ask these motherfuckers anything. <laughs> hey, I'm down with that. All right, we'll call it an AMFA. <laughs> AMFA. Is that like? I don't, no, no. That's that's okay. All right, let's get, let's right. get. Let's uh, let's get this this show on the road because we've had a lot of people write in with questions. Some really good ones, some really hard ones, which 
man, you guys are getting tough on us. Um, and we're just going to go in order, I think, from the, the way we're seated. Let's yeah. just walk from on there. But I think it just so happens that perhaps the most difficult question of all is our first question. And it comes from Melissa, Melissa Megan from uh, the Sirens of Screen podcast. And the question is just jelly, jam, or preserves? And so here is why this is such a tough question. Because really the question should be, are you able to define the difference between jelly, jam, and preserves? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember a while back in... Oh, I just fucked up my camera. Excuse me. I got too excited there. Um, A while back in Discord, we had a discussion with Megs from Australia. And she was like, what's jelly? Like, she she didn't know, understand the difference between jelly and jam. Because I guess they don't... I guess jelly is kind of an American thing. And I got out from my fridge. I was like, here, let me get a dollop of jelly and a dollop of jam and like take a picture and be like, this is it. But then I was like, this stuff looks exactly the same. Like what the fuck? Um, So, I mean, in my beliefs, uh, jelly is like jam, but it just has more gelatin and it's more like a jello-like consistency. So it's a little more jiggly. Um, But I have, I mean, I have no idea what fucking preserves are or how they're different from jam. Preserves are like jam, but I think they kind of like when I think of preserves, I think they actually have like pieces of the berry still intact. I feel like some jams have chunks of fruit in them as well. All right. Well, my answer to this question is jelly because that's all I use. I don't use jam or preserves because I'm not weird. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm coming at you, jam and preserves people. Cody, Cody, teacher gets jelly for life. Wow, this is getting intense. Um, my answer was just yes, please. Like, I'll take anything. I can't distinguish, okay. and they're all just like a fruity thing you smear on bread products, and it's delicious. So yes, I would like some. Um, I think I most likely have a tendency to buy jam just because it's less jello-y like. Um, but you know, I, I I have all of it. I like different yeah. flavors. So now I'm gonna add a question onto this. Are okay. you putting? this on toast or like a sandwich like a pb and j or pb and p if it's preserves Ooh, okay um i mean generally i am a peanut butter and grape jelly sandwich eater same same. okay um but i like like my strawberry jam on like biscuits and stuff Okay, okay um now i'll when I was in Colorado last time, my buddy was like, here, let's go to high tea, which obviously I thought, oh, we're going to smoke pot and drink tea. And he's like, no, no, it's like this real formal thing in like a, a nice dining area and you get like your own pot of tea. And like this wasn't a formal full tea because I think they have like little sandwiches and stuff that come. So this was just tea and scones. And Cody, I didn't think I liked scones, but let me tell you, these fucking scones, they brought them and they had some type of orange fuck a marmalade there's another thing that goes in the mix i don't even know okay but it was so delicious that like it's made me want to drink tea more often and i've been trying to find some fucking scones they don't have them at walmart so i need to expand my horizons um i don't know what the point of that story was but jam on baked goods fruit product on baked goods yes good i like it i don't i don't know what to tell you so Hmm. Now I'm trying to figure out what Cracker Barrel gives you when you, because like, is that jam that you put on the biscuits or is that jelly? I mean, it could be, it could be. The world may never know. It could be one is like, 
I feel like it's jam. I'm no, I feel like it's jelly. I feel, I feel like, like it's, it's grape jelly, but I think everything else is a jam. Okay, I, th- I think that could be true as well. Do you, is, is there grape jam? Do people make grape jam or do they just make grape jelly? I feel like they got to. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Have you ever heard of apple butter? Oh, fuck yes. It's pretty good, right? It's good stuff. Would you, would you consider that butter or would you consider that jelly? That's in no jam. way butter. It's some type of... Jelly or jam. It's definitely not... Je- I would say it's more of a preserve. I have no okay, idea why, right. but that's what We're I would say places, guys. <laughs> all right. I all like right. that we just spent 10 fucking minutes on that question, of all questions. <laughs> hey, man, you never know what you get when you start an AMFA, so... Yeah, all right. Cody, you want to take us on our next one? All right, so... Melissa's next question was, what is your most frustrating but equally satisfying gaming experience ever? So I have a pretty easy one for me. Um, It was finally beating the Valkyrie Queen in God of War. (laughs) Because that fight is what I would assume Dark Soul boss fights are like. Because, like, good God, did she hit hard? And I probably sunk, like, a good, like, ten hours into fighting her. Good God. Yeah. Uh, and then I eventually just figure out a combo where like I could slow down time and freeze her and just constantly do a lot of big damage um, and so yeah like I just remember finally beating her and like that wasn't even the trophy I needed for the platinum like I got that done like way sooner than because I had to go do all the collectibles and like it was just so rewarding like I was like oh my god I'm finally done with this I'm so happy um, did you in yeah, fact that's... feel like a god after you I did, did actually I just like so that I got up out of my chair and was just like, yeah. What about you, Sam? Um, so this one was kind of tough for me because like when I get really frustrated, I I don't really feel like satisfied or happy. Usually, even if I get through it, I'm just like, that was horrible and I'm just glad it's done and like I never have to do it again. Like that's generally my mindset. Um, but the one that I I think would probably qualify is when I was working on my Platinum for Resident Evil 7, I was doing the Madhouse difficulty run, which is, it's real hard, you guys, it's super hard. But I had gotten all the way to the final boss and I kept trying to just get past the first stage of the fight. So I'm like, once I get past the first stage, I think it'll be fine. But like, I could not sink enough damage in her fast enough to, to get the stage to click over. And, like, I was using, like, all my high-powered weapons. I'm, like, trying this. I'm, like, I just, I can't get it. So I watched a video that was, like, how how to defeat this on, on Madhouse. And they're, like, yeah, you just get your machine gun and you just pop the rounds in her and, like, it triggers the thing. And it's real fast and it's super easy. And I was, like, oh, fuck. I never picked up the machine gun because it was in this part that was really hard. There were oh, lots yeah. of zombies down there and yeah. like I didn't need it for the story stuff. I was like, I don't need that gun. I'm not gonna mess with it. I'm just gonna keep going and I like it'll be fine. But like I was at that point and like with my saves, I was like, there's no way I can go back and get that gun. Like I'm either gonna have to start the whole thing over or like I'm not gonna be able to complete this. And I was just despairing. I was so upset about this. Um and so like I, I took I had to stop. I just, I think I came and played something with you afterwards because I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like so upset. Um, and then I think like after I slept on it, I woke up and was like, well, 
I've got like two handgun pistols that shoot pretty fast and they're not super powerful, but like they shoot fast. And so like I maybe get some rounds out. And so like that morning before work, I got on, I'm like, let me just try this and see what happens. And like it worked and I immediately got through it. It triggered the next thing and then the rest of it was fine. And so I was able to get through it. And so that was really satisfying. But like that was just like the worst feeling when I thought that I was just, I had fucked myself and there was no way I was going to yeah. be able to get through it. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. It's a good one. I was also really mad a lot in Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, so that would be my follow up if I had <laughs> one. Because that game was great. I loved it. <clears throat> okay. Um, what has been the most valuable lesson you've learned in gaming? Do you want to start this one, Cody? Yeah. So a long time ago, by a long time ago, I mean like two years ago. Um, I was really into a game, may have heard of it, uh, called Overwatch. Um, <laughs> and I really enjoyed playing competitive Overwatch. And like my kind of goal always with competitive Overwatch was to at least hit the master rank. And like it took a very long time for me to get there. And like I remember just playing like I remember playing with Justin Townsend from Talking Games for a long time and like we did pretty well and then eventually like I just started playing on my own. And you were I playing by being... yourself or playing with yourself? Never mind. I was trying to make a joke. Okay. It, didn't, it was right. too late. I, right. I should have. Um, and I just remember, like, one night I was just playing, and I got, I got like a win streak going, and it finally happened. And like, I just remember like taking away from that, like, if you believe in yourself and like you work hard, like you can do anything you really want. Like, granted. I was only in Masters for one game, and then I got kicked out of it. <laughs> but I hit my goal, and that's what's important to me, is that I hit my goal. And, like, and like going back and trying to play Overwatch competitive again, like, later on, like, I just is a mess. So I'm glad I did it when I could. Yeah. And, like, yeah, just always believing in yourself, and, like, you can always do whatever you set your mind to as long as you work hard. And that was something that video games definitely taught me through Overwatch. Cool. What about you? Well, this is this is a really good question, and it's really tough because it's like, how do you pick just one thing that is the most important? And like, I'm not sure that I can do that. So I've got I've got the top three most important okay. things that I've okay. learned from video games. Okay, <clears throat> so I guess we'll go in reverse order. So number three, use cover when you're shooting. This is like super helpful. I've gotten a lot better at games since I started employing this. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the best yet, but I'm definitely better than I used to be because I used to never use cover at all, right? You know this. So I think we took this question a little differently. I was thinking of like how you can, like how, what lesson you learned from video games that you could apply in real life. And so like, I'm imagining you did the same. It's like, use cover when shooting. You never know when you're gonna get into a fucking firefight at work. You never know, man. It's like, it, now I know if, if the guns come out in real life, I'm ducking for cover, okay? It's I mean, important. smart, smart. Okay. Number two, look everywhere because like there's always stuff hidden in games and it's probably where you least expect it or it's exactly yeah. where you expect it if you know to like look everywhere. So that that's good. Um, <clears throat> the number one, absolutely, no doubt in my mind, most important thing that I've learned from video games is always claim your free PS Plus games. Oh, all right, all right. That's a... <laughs> It's a good one. 
It's a good one. Everyone should know that by now. Like, you gotta do that. You might as well claim all your free games, but like I've said before, Xbox is a, is a mess, and it's hard to get yeah. their stuff and, like, figure it out. Like, you can't get it all on the computer, so you have to, like, go, and it's just like, oh, make it easy, Xbox. And then I'll say that you should also always download your free Xbox games, but, you know, right now. Definitely get the PS Plus. Get anything else if you're able to. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Melissa, for those questions. All right, next up we got uh, our friend Starry from Discord. Her first question was, what is your most desired feature in the next console generation? Um, I think for me, I think I would really like backwards compatibility just for, like, games that are... Because I feel like in the next console generation, we're going to have games that are releasing very close. Mm -hmm. Like... Death Stranding is a PS4 game. They've said that. But it's going to be releasing so close to, like, PS5 coming out, I imagine, that it's just cool to be able to, like, bring that game over and just play it on a PS5 if mm-hmm. I wanted to. Yeah. Um, not that I want to play that game. Uh, but, but like, there are going to be a lot of games like that, and it, just, it would be nice to have that backwards compatibility. And, like, there's so many good games on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Like, when these new consoles come out, like, I would like to be able to, like, bring that game forward with me mm-hmm. and like play it if i'm bored um so like yeah not I necessarily think... just if you're bored there's some good games that you just want to play yeah that too um so yeah definitely like backwards compatibility to some point so yeah what are you sam well in a surprising twist of fate my answer was also backwards compatibility All right, hey. um just because like i've i've never thrown away a console i'm sorry sold gotten rid of i've never gotten rid of a console because I'm always like, but what if I want to go back and play that game at some point in time? Like, I just, I can't get rid of it knowing that I'm like losing my opportunity to go back to stuff. So if, if the consoles were able to just keep everything uh, that I had that I could still keep playing, then I'd finally be able to get rid of some consoles. I'd have a lot more space in my house and I think it would be great. But yeah. to add on to that, in addition to that, what I would also like is to be able to have play the same game as, like, if I'm on the PS5 playing Overwatch, like, I want to be able to play with someone who's on PS4 playing Overwatch, and I want us to be able to have a party chat together still. Like, that yeah. is something that I think would be really cool on the new system. Because not everybody's going to get the new console right away. And so that would, you know, let you still be able to play with your friends without having to, again, go back to a different console or switch back and forth or buy the game same game twice. So, yeah. yeah that's a really good one. Yeah. See, I think these things through. So. All right. Uh, her next... Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Starry had sent us some other questions uh, that were really good, but we're saving those for uh, the anniversary episode because they'll tie into some stuff we're talking about then. So, uh, But her next question was, favorite place to get a sandwich? Um, and this one's weird for me because like, I don't feel like I really go places to get sandwiches very often. Ooh, you're missing out. I'm, I'm not a big sandwich person and so like there are some sandwiches that like remain in my mind from the past that I was like damn that was like a good sandwich uh so one was at this place called steamroller blues in Tulsa which I don't even know if it's still here because this was like 20 years ago uh (laughs) seriously but like it was just this 
turkey sandwich, like a cold cut sandwich, and it was fucking huge. Like I could barely fit it in my mouth. It was so big, and I don't. That's even, what she said. That's what she said. Um, it was. I don't know what it was special about it, but it just tasted. It was the best turkey sandwich I'd ever had, and I went there twice to get them, and it was so good. Um, and then also in high school, I used to work at this place called Big Al's Subs and Health Food, and they had this. <laughs> Big Al subs in health food. Yes. Why did you have to add health food to that? <laughs> was there a Big Al subs somewhere else in town? Well, I think they just wanted you to know that it wasn't just like subs. Because like there was a lot of vegetarian options there. And the sandwich that I loved, that I absolutely loved, it was a veggie loaf sandwich. Which you would think it would be, that would be like a vegetarian meatloaf, but it was not. Like, I can't even fully describe what veggie loaf was, but it was this thing that it was like a frozen food that we would get that was like a little, um, like a, like a, not like a patty. It was thicker. So it was like, like a small loaf of bread, but not that tall. And it was like a, a veggie substrate stuff, but then Mm -hmm. it had like little chunks of vegetables in it as well. And I fucking loved this stuff. It was so good. And they put tzatziki dressing on it. And it was just like a fantastic sandwich. And I loved it. And so I ate it a lot when I worked there. Uh, But then, like, I don't know if they went to new ownership or something. But, like, they don't have the veggie loaf sandwich anymore. And, like, I haven't been able to find it. So, because, like, it was like a frozen thing that you could buy at the store. Like a TV dinner size thing of veggie loaf. But, like, since I have the inability to fully describe what exactly it was, like, I've never been able to find it anywhere else. But, man, that was a good fucking sandwich. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. But what sandwiches are you currently loving? All right. So, first off, you're missing out if you do not go to this place called Jimmy John's because their food is delicious. We have Uh, Jimmy John's. I don't think I've ever been there. It's delicious. You should should go there. Uh, Okay. My meal of choice there is a number 16, a.k.a. Club Lulu. It's a turkey sandwich. What's up? Well, you know, I like the number 16. Gizmodo right. 16, so good choice. Uh, uh, Club Lulu, turkey sandwich on French bread with lettuce, mayo, bacon. I take off the tomatoes and add cucumber because tomatoes suck. Tomatoes uh, are Cut good. in half, add cheese because it doesn't come with cheese unless you add it, with some salt and vinegar chips and a cherry coke because this is like the only place that I've found that has cherry coke just like hanging out um fucking delicious uh the french bread is like so good it's all made fresh like mm-hmm. they legitimately are like constantly like cutting up like meats and vegetables and all that just like ready to make your sandwich they make it incredibly fast like their slogan is like freaky fast um it's a big slogan for a sandwich shop, but hey. uh what I like to do for fun sometimes if I'm feeling a little frisky I take a, some salt and vinegar chips and I put it in the sandwich to add a little crunch. Uh, but I yeah, like a Jimmy, good texture, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy John's is like the best sandwich I've ever had. Like, so good. Um, I think I tried... So and one it, time... I, wait, I was is like, that a warm oh, sandwich or a cold sandwich? Cold sandwich? I don't think... I think they have warm sandwiches. I'm not sure. I love a sandwich where they melt it. They warm it and the cheese gets a little melty. That's a good sandwich. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um... One time I went there and I got the lettuce wrap, which is just like it's a sandwich, but instead of getting the French bread, mm-hmm. you get a lettuce wrap. Um, I would not advise that because it's very slimy, like wet, promoting yeah. lettuce. I'm not a fan of it. No, yeah, um, that stuff's a mess. But That and the French bread is just fucking delicious. But yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Jimmy John's. Definitely go get a sandwich there if you've never been. I'll try it out. I'll try back. I'll try it and report back. So. Okay. All right. Cool. So thank you, Starry, for those questions. Yeah. Good questions. Um, so next up from Groon and like I don't like they really wanted to know a lot about our food tastes apparently this <laughs> I'm week. I'm gonna be so, so fucking hungry after this episode. Like I'm yeah, already kind of like I, I was already starving. Like I've eaten today and like what, why no, would you not eat first? Ah, who cares? Oh, <laughs> Groon was like, "What toppings do you like on your Sundays?" What you got, Sam? First off, just let me state for the record that like if I had the choice. Between a Sunday and a soft serve frozen yogurt chocolate vanilla twist, I would take the you. twist because like that I'm shit is you. just fantastic. Just yes. it doesn't need anything. It's great on its own. Okay, but if if there's no twists uh, and I, I can only have a Sunday, I'm gonna be happy with Sunday. I like a Sunday. Okay, um, but it's just gonna be just plain vanilla ice cream. You know, just start start mm-hmm. with your basic. Um, I'm going to go ahead and admit now that I really don't know the difference between hot chocolate and hot fudge sauce. I mean, it's all Same. a warm don't, brown don't chocolatey sauce. So I don't know. It's good. Either one. Either one's fine. One or the other. Probably not both, just to be safe. Um, I would I would be okay with the little a little drizzle of caramel sauce as well. And then uh, some whipped cream. And then give me some crushed up nuts. You know I need nuts. I love them. They're so good. Disgusting on two accounts, the whipped cream and the nuts. Why don't you like whipped cream, man? Whipped cream is disgusting. It's fantastic. It has the worst texture. It has Uh, I can't can't say that. Avocado has the worst texture. What is your problem Um, with... Oh my god, all the things I love you dislike. Um, Some real things are coming out on this podcast. Uh, For me, I Can I also just throw out one thing that this is... I've told a few people this recently, but this is like an experience for me. Um, I recently tried pistachio ice cream. At first, I was like, this is weird. I don't even know. This would be like a very acquired taste. But by the time I finished that first bowl, I was like, holy shit, this is fantastic. And I can't wait to have more. And like, I've just been obsessed with it ever since then. So that's just another example. If you if there's something that you've never tried, give it a try and you might like it. Or don't, because you never know. Maybe you're allergic to it. That's how you die. Well, thanks a lot, Sam. All right, so for my topics, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a a hot chocolate sauce thing, Bob. Um, Maybe some some of those cookie dough bits, you know, like a little sprinkle of those on there. Um, Some little mini M&Ms, you know, get really chocolatey. I'm I'm like trying to like give myself diabetes here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, That's probably it. I'm not, I'm not a whipped cream person. I'm not a nut person. Um... Just not a big fan of those. Can I've I never actually say- had a Sunday. So you never wait. What you never had a Sunday? I just eat regular ice cream and or frozen yogurt. Don't don't do Sundays. Do you have a Brahms? No, like Brahm Stoker, the guy who wrote Dracula. Bram Stoker. No, Brahms is is a is the ice cream and dairy store. Uh, it's you know it's just a like an ice cream place, and you can go get Sundays, and they're fantastic. Okay. Um, no, we don't have- wow. I feel like you should try a Sunday at some point. Um, oh, let me say this: Do you have a Sonic drive-in? Yeah. Okay, they have they have decent Sundays. They used to have a hot fudge cake Sunday, and it would have this like brownie cake at the bottom, and then the ice cream, and then the stuff, and Ooh, that was okay. like pretty You're much the greatest thing ever when it had that. But I think 
I mean, that's another thing that I remember from like many, many years ago that I think they stopped having. <laughs> I'm so old. Like food is like fallen by the wayside. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think you should try a Sunday. It'll be fun. We had like a little celebration party at work and they made like a Sunday bar and they had all kinds of stuff for us to make Sundays with. It was so fun. That's pretty cool. So I recommend that you try it. So. Okay. I'll, I'll do that and report back. Do you have weeks. any interest in having a cherry on top of your Sunday? Ooh, yeah, I, I like cherries. Like I used to eat. Them. Have you had yeah. candy cherries, like the maraschino, whatever cherries? Yeah, that are, yeah, yeah. That are yeah. Just, you've you've had those. Yeah, and you like those. Used to buy like a little jar of them. Yeah, I just would eat them. Oh, I, I don't care for those. I do not like oh, having okay. a Sunday on my cherry. I uh, I will. I love like fresh cherries where you have to like mm-hmm. you know spit out the pit, uh, but not not the candy ones that go on Sundays. I have no interest. Okay. So, all right. Well, there okay. you go. Those are our Sunday tastes. They they change. Oh, this is a Saturday. Is that does it change what we prefer? Since it's yeah, I Sunday? guess good point. Mm. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, so Byron Grun also asked, uh, "What game or games you hate but love something about the series?" And this was a really tough one because like. I don't know that there's like like series that I just hate that like if I don't like something I'll just be like eh, I'm done you know it's not and then like it's out of well, mind like I don't I think it's more like is there a game that like you just don't like but there's like a like it's part of a series that you enjoy No I don't I don't have anything that fits that Okay really I do Okay um, we're going to and like this is going to blow some people's minds um coming with the hot takes here oh boy. uh so there's a little game that came out last year. Or wait, no, two years ago? Alright, there's a game that came out called Zelda Breath of the Wild. Jeez. That I that I don't like if you haven't heard by now. Um, but I will say I love the art style of almost all the Zelda games. Like I think they are really cool looking, no matter what. They all have their own unique style to them. Mm-hmm. Like I remember playing Majora's Mask on the GameCube and like I loved how like creepy and dark everything was at times but then like when you got to it like a lighter area like how striking it was um I just yeah I just really and like they did just announced a uh they're remaking uh what was the one they're remaking Link's Awakening Link's Awakening that's what I thought okay uh and I love the way that one looks like how they're kind yeah. of being like really faithful to the real, real uh, original game and like what well, has yeah, options? I, you can have like the new cool looking style, or you can have the old sixteen bit. Oh, I guess. Okay. I thought I thought that's what it was. Okay. Because I remember seeing um, that and was like, no, thank you. I'll stick with the pretty stuff. <laughs> yeah, and so like, though I don't like, I don't like Breath of the Wild at all. I do think that like Zelda as a series has like some of the best art style in video games. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, if I had to say something, the, what I had come up with was just the game that I have a love-hate relationship with, and that is uh, Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma, which I've talked okay. about before. Because, like, I loved that story and ever, how it played out, but I hated the fucking puzzles. So yeah. that's that's all I got. But, you know, okay. yeah, that's fine. Uh, what's all next? Right. Oh, So Groon cheated a little bit and asked two questions. Um, and one... Why are we allowing this? It's like a question, a sub-question. I mean, it's fine. I guess so. Um, He said, if you have watched anime, what is your favorite anime you've seen, and how did you watch it? Uh, I think 
it cuts off a little bit for me. But oh, I think English voices or English subtitles? Subtitles. Okay. Um, do you have an answer for this one? No, I haven't, no? I haven't really watched okay. any anime. <laughs> uh, I'm a big anime kid. Uh, watched Naruto, Bleach, uh, Soul Eater. Oh, Yu Yu Hakusho, all that when I was younger. Um, I started watching My Hero Academia recently. Um, I always watch with English voices, uh, mainly because I have a hard time paying attention when I have a phone in my hand, so (laughs) subtitles would not be for me. Um, My favorite anime I've probably seen is definitely Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, So what that show is about is uh, there's this kid, he's kind of a prick. And he dies saving a little kid who ran into the street to grab his soccer ball. And, like, he jumps in front of a car to push the kid out the way, and he dies. Um, and while... So he dies, and his spirit is floating around. Like, he can see everything that's going on. He sees all these people are sad for him. Like, he has an alcoholic mother who, like, is finally, like, oh, my God, I miss my son. Uh, he's got, like, a rival at school who, like, he always thought hated him. And he's like, like, how dare you leave me? Like, how who am I going to mess with? And then, like, this girl he liked is, like, I always loved you and like stuff like that then this like witch shows up and is like i need you to become a spirit detective so i'm gonna get you we're gonna get your soul back into your body and you're gonna become a spirit detective and like you're gonna be able to use spirit powers and so yu yu Hakusho um is about this kid who's a spirit detective and he can shoot like spirit energy from his finger gun and <laughs> it's fucking badass like, I love that show so much. There's so many cool arcs. Like, there's a giant tournament where, like, all these badass characters show up. And, like, it's so cool. So, definitely, if you've never seen Yu Yu show, definitely go watch that. I think, like, okay, like, this is a little illegal, but, like, I think a lot of it is on YouTube. So, um, uh, but, uh, yeah, but I always watch with English voices. I'm not a subtitle person. So, I'm sorry if that makes anybody out there hate me. <laughs> um, if I watch a foreign film, and it has the option for dubbed or subtitles. I just use the subtitles. So if that counts. Yeah, like there are certain things I'll do with subtitles. Like uh, there was there was that horror, the German horror series on Netflix. Okay. And I actually had, like, I had it in English, but the mouths were so out of sync that it bothered me to the point mm-hmm. I was like, no, I can't do this. So I just turned on English subtitles and switched the voices to German. Just yeah. so I would like be more realistic um but yeah generally with anime though i'm like so let's do some dubbed okay all right fun fact like me and my friends when we watch movies we'd be like what do we want to watch and be like okay but nothing foreign because we don't want to have to deal with subtitles but now we've gotten old enough where we're like even if it's an english movie we're like maybe let's just go ahead and put on the subtitles just (laughs) i'm like hard of hearing so yeah i always have subtitles on everything so now we're fine with foreign films we're like whatever everything needs subtitles so yeah (laughs) Um, all right. So thank you, Byron, for those fun probing questions. Uh, next up we have Andy and he said, which popular or iconic game or games have you never played that would surprise us? Um, and I feel like this is an interesting question. Cause like, I feel like these aren't necessarily surprising. Like people might know these. Um, but I really went through and tried to find some cause like, obviously I've got a lot cause I've played much. Um, I put Mass Effect on there. Even though I played just a little bit of it, but it was like a long time ago. I didn't play very much. I didn't get into it, and I don't remember any of it, really. So that's one for me. Um, I've still never played a Gears of War. I still need to try to do one of those. I've got Gears of War 4 downloaded on my Xbox, so at some point I'll try that. Um, 
I kind of put Halo on there, but I did try some of that Halo and I didn't care for it. Um, Half-Life, I hear people talk about that game a lot, but I that was kind of before my time in getting into video games, so I never did that. And then I said Warcraft, because never okay. never tried that one. So right. I'm sure there's more, but those are, that's what I come up with. Yeah. Um, You've got a right. full list of shame. So everybody sit back. Alright, well, let's see here. I feel um, like you just got a big scroll that just unrolled with, like, the full list of everything. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I've been writing this list since, like, two years ago. Uh, <laughs> but I also never played Half-Life. Um, never played Portal. Oh, um, Cody, you should play Portal. It's fantastic. I love it. I think this is a surprise one, because, like, I'm such a Blizzard fanboy. Uh, I've never played a StarCraft game. Just never played them. Um, yeah, I don't think I've played that. Never played Dead Space. Played Mass Effect. Cody, you should play Dead Space. That's the plan. I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game. I played Um, a little bit. Didn't care for it. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Never played a Metal Gear or Metal Gear Solid because I think those are technically two different games if you count it. Um, Yeah, I was going to put that on there. I tried like a trial of Metal Gear 5, I think. But again, I didn't like it and I didn't play very much. But I feel like... I feel like you have to play those early ones to really understand Metal Gear, maybe. And I never did that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, yeah. I don't know. And, like, there's no more really coming out. Besides, that, there's that weird Metal Gear Survive one that came out a while back. But oh, I played that. Out. That was fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Oh, I hated um, it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that that's a good list right there. Yeah, We'll, just, we'll stop there. No, tell me some more. I'd like to know. I'd like to see some more. Let's just... It's the AMFA. I mean, we gotta be I mean, honest. true. Um... Like, I'm really sorry, guys. There's just a lot of games. I've never played Castlevania. Um, I want to, because I love the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I had Metroid Man on here. Oh. I played a Mega Man. Didn't okay. like it. Okay. I mean, it was Mega Man 11, so like, uh, it's fine. but uh, I have Metroid on here, but I've played a Metroid game. I remember that. I don't know why I put it on here. I've, I also, I played one on the NES, and I didn't care for it. I played it, one I on the Game Boy. I remember yeah. that, so I don't know why I wrote that. Um... I have not updated this list in a very long time. <laughs> no, I think that's... Those are kind of like the big franchises okay. that I've cool. never played. Um, yeah. And like, you know, i got plans to play them, yeah, so... it'd be yeah. fine. I don't necessarily have plans to play mine. I'm like, eh, it's fast, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So thank you, Andy, for that question. Uh, so next up we got Meg's... And she asks, what game series do you keep going back to even though they have let you down in the past? For me, it's Call of Duty. Because <laughs> I remember playing those games religiously and like always being let down and then going back to them. And then like last year, I tried going back to World War II. And that didn't go over well. Mm-hmm. And this past year, with uh, Black Ops 4... Actually, really enjoyed it for a while. It's just I didn't have anybody to play it with um, at the time. You got it later after I was like, hey, I'm gonna trade it in because I got no one to play with. Um, but yeah, definitely Call of Duty is definitely the game series that like you keep letting me down. But I keep coming back to you. <laughs> what about you? Well, real quick, can I just say something that I learned this week? Um, so apparently, Respawn, the company that just made uh, Apex Legends, they made the Titanfall. I guess mm-hmm. they used to be Infinity Ward, who made the Call yes. of Duty games. And yeah. I was like, I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah. So there's probably some old Call of Duty games that I would have really liked that I didn't try. I think they mainly they worked on uh, Call of Duty Four, 
and then uh, Modern Warfare Two. Those are the ones they worked on, and mm-hmm. then I think I, I think somewhere after Modern Warfare Two, this split happened. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Um, so for me, like. I don't really have anything where, like, a game let me down and I was like, ugh, but then I went back to it. But, like, the close... Oh, is there one? I would say Resident Evil for you because you always talk about how bad 6 is. Oh, duh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a great one. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, uh, Resident Evil 6 let me down, like, tremendously. And I was, like, not even sure that I was going to get 7. I was like, I don't... Um, and I played the demo and I still wasn't super sold on it. Uh, but then, like, the game came out, and I was hearing really good things about it, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to try it, and then I loved it. So there, that is one that totally came back for me. Um, the other thing I was going to say was, like, uh, Assassin's Creed, it, like, never really lets me down, but, like, I play it, and I know, like, what I'm going to get from it, and yeah. I know, like, I'm only going to play a little bit of it and then be done, pretty much. But then, like, I keep buying these games. So, like, I was like, no, I don't need any more Assassin's Creed, but then Origins came out, and it seemed really cool. I was like, okay, I'm going to get it. And so I got it and played, like, you know, 10 hours or so, and then I was about done. And then I'm like, okay, I don't need any more Assassin's Creed, but then Odyssey, and I was like, well... But I had that through Project Stream, but I got it and played about 10 hours again. And I'm like, this is fun, but like, you know, I'm done. So like, it's just like a, a repeating pattern where I don't need to play any more Assassin's Creed, but I keep trying it anyway. But it's not really like a letdown kind of thing. It's just, you know, it is what yeah. it is. So, but yeah, that's okay. cool. Okay, finally, we get to, this is an older Meg's question that I put in here. Cause like we've been sitting on this one for ages. It seems like she sent this in so long ago that probably everybody has forgotten about it, but I wanted to answer it. So her question was what video games would the Avengers play? And let me just state for the record that I took some liberties and expanded outside of the Avengers and just went through all co- different comic book characters for my answers. Cause it doesn't have to be Avengers. So but Cody, what are, what are your answers? Uh, so I think obviously we got Iron Man. He's definitely playing Anthem because he just wants to fly around like himself. Yeah. Uh, Thor definitely seems like a Guitar Hero kind of guy. Like he's definitely out there shredding I can on the see Guitar that. Hero. Yeah. Um, Captain America is gonna have to like learn video games, so he's gonna start out with the original Pong. Um, <laughs> Hulk is definitely. Okay, let me just say Hulk and Thor are playing Rock Band together, and Hulk is definitely okay. on the drums yeah. while Thor's shredding. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow is definitely an Assassin's Creed fan. She's out there wanting to stab people in the back, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hawkeye is definitely playing that uh, archery game on the Wii from back in the day. I remember uh, that. He's still playing on the Wii. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think what other Avengers there are that might you you start listening to some while I think. Okay, so obviously, like I said, I went I went off the Avengers. I was just going with comic book characters that I could think of that would be fun. Uh, so first off, I had Squirrel Girl, and she's going to be playing Mario Party because she's got friends together, oh, yeah. and she's like, let's just have some fun, you know, whatever. But then, like, she gets really competitive about it with those minigames. She's like, I want to win, you know? Um, so crossing crossing lines here, I've got Batman. And I think he would definitely be playing Dark Souls or Bloodborne because he wants something like super hard and to like punish himself for like, you know, like it's a punishing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that sound like Batman? Like, you know. Yeah. I was thinking he's so vain that he would just play the Arkham games. He's like, oh, me. Do you you think of him as vain? A little bit, yeah. Like, 
He's made some decisions in the past that I think okay. are a little vain. Yeah. I mean, he's no Iron Man. No Iron Man, yeah. Okay. But, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, going real far off. So Faith from the Valiant Comics. Uh, okay, yeah. I say she would be playing Dream Daddy. She'd be having okay. fun with that. Yeah. Um, Deadpool, I think, would be playing Spider-Man 3 on the Wii just because he loves Spider-Man so much, but he's not fully yeah. up to date on the technology. So he's just playing on Wii. Um, Jubilee, I think, would play Rezogun because she'd like the bright colors and neon lights. It would match her aesthetic. So she'd be into that. And then finally, I had Howard the Duck would be playing Untitled Goose Game because it's just about a cranky little goose causing trouble. And I feel like he would totally relate to that. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go with wolverine would definitely be playing beat saber but like he would <laughs> but he's like on the pc so he would mod it to where it's just his claws are slicing things instead of swords because you can like model yeah. pc it'll be like all these crazy things um but yeah that's the last one i got all right so yeah this we have really on that one. Yeah. you did a good job with the actual avengers so yeah. go. <laughs> um so thank you megs uh yeah. So my brother Shad wrote in and was like, what is a guilty pleasure for each of you, the listeners, would find interesting? Well, I find this is kind of a mean question because he caveats it with that people would find interesting. Like, okay, what if they're just like boring guilty pleasures that nobody finds interesting? Hold on, we are two very fascinating people (laughs) that no matter what, it's going to come across as interesting to our fans. Like they're probably listening like, what is it going to be? Does Cody like to drink soup from a can hmm it's not a guilty pleasure in my that's mouth, weird i wouldn't uh, do that that's just seems i'd unsafe. be afraid that you would accidentally cut your mouth on exactly that's why i wouldn't do oh, it my camera's messed up again Is um so sam do you have one off the top of your head or none of this is off the top of my head cody I oh is that not what we've been doing these. oh god i was like I making sure that i had answers ready to go for all I've of been these doing all i like everything took off top notes of my head. so that oh. i wouldn't forget my camera is so messed up right now Let's see if it'll like there we, oh, go. There we okay. go um okay so i've got two answers hopefully one of them will be interesting um as far as the traditional route of guilty pleasures relating to food um i have like those little like one bite candy bars like that you'd get for like okay. you know like a multi-pack for like halloween or something i like always have that around the house and then i always have some at work um and so specifically at work like if i'm getting stressed out or i need something or just like you know real hungry and like it's not quite time for a full snack not quite time for a meal i'll just eat my little um a little bit of candy and it's like i don't i, I guess that's a guilty butter? Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah. My one that I, I do feel like guiltier about is um, in video games such as like Steep or Trials Fusion or something like that where you it shows like leaderboard comparisons to your friends okay. and like how you, you rank against them and stuff. Like if I come to a track or something and I'm not the top scorer, I'll like sit there and try for a really long time <laughs> to beat people's scores because like I want to be 
the best. And it doesn't even matter. And those people might never come back to that track and, like, look at it again. But I'm like, I just want to beat them. Um, so, like, Trials Fusion, Hugh and then my friend Crawley, like, are both really good at it. So, like, anytime I can beat one of their scores on it, I'm like, fuck yeah. Uh, Hugh and I had a thing a few months ago where we were just going back and forth. Because it gives you, like, a little notification if someone oh, okay, beats yeah. your score. And so we were just like out to get each other. Um, but just the other day I was on steep and like I saw some tracks where people were ahead of me. I'm like, this will not stand. I need to. And I'll play it for like 30 minutes just trying to beat this one score. Um, but I mean, I feel like maybe other people do that, too. You just get pleasure oh, definitely doing do. well. So, yeah. But yeah, that's something that I do. What about you, sir? Uh, so... This is um, be a little interesting for you people uh, because <laughs> most of you probably know I'm a huge horror fan, so it may come as a surprise to you that um, I'm a sucker for romance movies. Um, like The Notebook and The Vow are like two of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I definitely watch them just to get a good cry every once in a while. Uh, like I was discussing it with a friend and we were talking about like our top five island movies and like what like if you were on an island you can only watch five movies for the rest of your life what would they be and the notebook was one of them um wow so yeah like i don't know like i'm a sucker for romance movies like they're just mm-hmm. something about them uh and then like when it comes to video games i guess like hmm i guess like yeah like what you said about like how like beating scores but like for me it's like winning like I really <laughs> really really love to win yeah if I don't I win I get a little angry sometimes uh-huh. yeah, um, I know about that yeah sorry okay uh, it used to be a lot worse like I used to be very like way too aggressive about it like really pissed off at times and then like I've, I've mellowed out to a point I feel yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah definitely winning in video games is a, a guilty pleasure of mine just cause like, like in Friday the 13th if I don't get seven out of seven or eight out of eight, I am like disappointed in myself. I'm like, God damn it! Like you, you, you're slacking. Like you need to up your game again, Cody. Get on it. Um, so yeah, definitely. So romantic movies and winning are my guilty pleasures. Can we go back to the Notebook for just a minute here? What's up? What's because up? What you... so my friends, Randy, he made me watch this one time, and I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, like romantic movie, fine got to the end of that fucking movie and i had no idea and i was just bawling like as hard as i've ever cried probably in my life about the end of that movie and i i ended up buying the movie and like i kept it around and like because sometimes if you're upset about stuff in your life and like you don't want to like maybe you don't want to admit that like this is upsetting me and i can't deal with this right now like, I would get the movie out and be like, okay, I'm just going to put on the end of this movie and I'm going to cry about this movie. And it was like a release for like other stuff upsetting me in my life. But I was crying about the movie, not that. And it like, it helps to clear things out. And that's kind of like why I've kept this movie. Like, I don't think I've ever watched it again all the way. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. It's fine. But it's just like, it's there for when you really need a good cry. Um, so yeah, that's, that's again that's it's a great it's a fantastic movie it's like a tremendous love story and it's just it's sad but also like a beautiful sadness um but yeah like seriously probably hardest i've ever cried so um 
Another romance movie I recommend is a movie called Labor Day. It has Josh Brolin in it, and like, what is it called? Escape- you cut out on me. Just oh, a second. Uh, Labor Day. Um, okay. So Josh Brolin is an escaped convict, and he like kidnaps this mom and her kid, and like what you think is going to end badly is actually like it tells like a love story. Like the mom falls mm-hmm. in love with Josh Brolin and stuff, and like he's actually pretty cool, and like it's a really good story. So definitely uh, watch that when you can. But yeah. So. I don't know if this counts as a guilty pleasure, but, like, I have a soft spot for Sandra Bullock movies, like, any Sandra Bullock movie, and, like, especially, like, her romantic comedies, like, I love those, like, The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds, like... Oh, yes, that's a fucking good movie. She's just great, and, like, a more serious, like, The Lake House with Keanu Reeves, which I love anything with, like, I don't, actually, I don't want to say, because it might spoil it if you haven't seen it, but, um, that's a fantastic movie, too, and just, like, anything she does, like, I'll watch it and enjoy it pretty much. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hopefully, there you, go. you guys found those interesting. <laughs> Hopefully. Thanks, Chad. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, well, he have one more question. Is it my okay. turn to ask a question? Oh, you see. Okay, yes, you yeah. Did. Okay. Um, do you ever envision yourself getting tired of shelling out money for new consoles to the point you don't buy a new console? Um, so for me, this is a yes. Like I can. So one thing about myself, which, you know, spoiler alert, I guess, uh, I I go through fads where, like, I'm really into something for a while, and then I kind of fade out of it and move on. So, like, before I got into video games, I was super into comic books, and, like, mm-hmm. I was getting, like, a bunch every week and reading all the time, and I was just, like, so into it. Um, and then before that, I was really into, like, what... We should say, before you were into comic books, you were really into those parachute pants with, like, all the chains on them. It was really weird, Sam. We should probably forget that era. Okay, continue. <laughs> oh, Cody knows all my secrets. Um, but, no, before that, I was really into basketball and also indoor volleyball and watching those. And, like, I would go to live sporting events, and I was, like, super into it. That was when Tulsa had uh, our WNBA team, the Shock. And so, like, I'd go to all those games and stuff. And it's just, like, you know, just... You be, I'm like super into it for a really long time and then just something happens and I just kind of start fading, losing interest in it and moving on to something else. So right now video games is my big thing and like I don't envision it changing. I don't like know how it can because I love video games so much. But knowing me and knowing myself, like I could see how it could happen where I would, you know, fade out and move on to, to something else. Um, but hopefully it's not anytime soon. So what about you, Cody? So I've actually... Like, before this question was even asked, made this decision. But um, I think I have... I'm done with Nintendo after this. Like, I think I like the Nintendo Switch enough that, like... And, like, the Nintendo Switch has such a catalog of games at this point, And, like, it's only been out, like, two years. That, like, I don't need to buy the next Nintendo console. Because, like, everything that's being made for it. Like, I'll always have a backlog to go play. So, I think, like, with Nintendo Switch, I'm set with that. Um, and then I, like... I think I got one more PS PlayStation in me, and then I think that's it. Just because, like, they're going to start getting more and more expensive. Like, it's going to be the yeah. point where, like, why not just buy a computer <laughs> at that point? Um, well, let me let me tell you why you don't just buy a computer. Um, because, like, computers, like, 
Okay, like your PlayStation always is running updates for stuff too, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But like, I feel like computers are constantly running updates for things, and like, like the latest Windows now, it just runs updates without telling me, and it'll be going on in the background, and like stuff will be running real slow. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, it's running some update it didn't tell me about. Mm-hmm. Um, you get viruses. Like, I got my laptop a year and a half ago, maybe, and like. After a few months, like, something happened to it. I don't know. And just shit runs really slow on it. Like, it takes me 10 minutes to open Photoshop, and then it Mm. takes me another 10 minutes to just close the program. And I'm like, but then also it plays Destiny just fine. So I'm like, what What is with this fucking computer? Who knows? Um, So I feel like a really good uh, gaming computer is always going to be more than a console. Um, And then also, like... You're into competitive gameplay. Are you going to want to like learn to play on a keyboard and mouse to stay competitive? Because if oh. you try to play your uh, controller on the on the PC, you probably will get a little frustrated with the performance compared to who you're playing against. And then also there's the exclusives. And also oh. there's your friend Sam, who's probably still going to be playing on the PlayStation. And I mean, don't you? Well, by then we'll have crossplay, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't like, like, like I'm saying this now, but like I could be like, oh, PlayStation Six, let's go. But like, yeah. Eventually, yeah, like eventually, you you reach a point where like, all right, like video games like are not as much part of my life. Yeah. That like, I don't need to constantly be buying the new console. I can wait a year, buy it when it's like mm-hmm. used somewhere. Like I don't yeah. have to have the new console like immediately. Like PlayStation exactly. 5, like, I'm, like, yeah, like, I'm there day one just because all the good stuff is going to be on it. Like, I, well, it depends. Like, and also, yeah, it depends, it depends how, they, how quickly they stuff that. comes out on it. Yeah. And, and the whole backwards compatibility stuff. So True. I don't want to have yeah. a PS5 that has, like, two games on it, and then I keep have to switch back to my PS4 every time. Because let me True. tell you, I only have three HDMI inputs on my TV. So I've got my Xbox, I've got my PlayStation, i got my Switch. I don't have room to have a whole other console to be switching back and forth with. I don't, I don't feel like it's that big of a deal to unplug. Oh, it's a pain in the ass, Cody. You know how lazy I am. I bought Titanfall mm-hmm. 2 so I wouldn't have to get up and change the disc to put it in. <laughs> so... Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll just wait and see. Only time will tell. But... Yeah. But yeah. Eh, something to think about. Um... Okay, well, do you want to ask this next question, or do you want me to ask it? I'll ask it. So, thank you, Chad, for your questions. Oh, yeah. um, uh, I believe this person's name is Blagirl? Blagirl. Um, I, I pronounce it Blue Girl, but, I mean... I think it's, we, I think it's Blue Girl. We don't it's, have It's French. Like, Blue Girl. Uh, Blue Girl. Blue Girl. Uh, Sam, how do you tolerate Cody's amazing taste in music? Oh, I think, I think that's what that a, says. I think you have, I think you're reading it wrong because I believe no, what it it's... says is Sam. How do you tolerate Cody's awful taste in music? I think that's what it says. Someone must have, like got in and changed your document. It says amazing on mine. I can't imagine that. I mean, I can I, pull I mean, up can... Discord right now and look at it, and I'm pretty sure it says All right, awful. Why don't you just answer the question then that you have? Okay. Um. So. I mean, I appreciate the question because, you know, they're looking out for me, you know, but honestly, I have to say, like, I, I, I don't have a problem with Cody's music, you guys. I mean, I know he likes Nickelback and I guess. Oh, no, I don't. No, I don't. 
That's a joke. I, I think. Uh, oh, do you not? Oh wait, no, I wait. Like I remember now. Okay, wait. I'm remembering something. It's coming back to me because when we were we were starting the podcast and we were thinking about like songs or something, and you yeah. texted me that you wanted this Nickelback song to be our theme song, and I couldn't tell if you were kidding. And I was looking at this text and I was getting really concerned because I didn't know how to respond if you were serious. And then he was kidding about it. Um, so you don't like Nickelback? You were joking about that. Do you like Creed? Is that? Yeah, like? I love Creed. Creed's actually, like, my jam. Okay, I don't remember. I remember I sent you a greeting card one time that was making fun of a band, and it was, I think maybe it was Nickelback? Or was it Creed? It was some it was card. Creed. It was something about Canada and, like, think that they made Creed. I don't know. I don't know. All I remember, I remember is I, right I found this. I thought of you. I sent it to you, and it got lost in the mail for like oh, weeks. Oh, that one, yeah. And then you found it in the bushes beside your front porch, and it had been there for a while. It was yeah. rough. Um, and it was some joke about one of the bands, but I don't remember. It was funny at the time. It was, um, yeah. But yeah, but really, um, Cody doesn't bring up his music that much. Like the most. The most often that you do musical numbers actually was in Two Guardians. Occasionally you just like pull out a little song to do. And because we were improving, like I'd have to stay in character as Giz, but Giz would just really rag on your music tastes just for fun in there. So like that was just like a fun thing to do. Um, but like, like you're never, you're never putting music on me and like forcing me to like never. Um, I think like one time we discussed like, because I listened to Viking metal a little bit, and I and you sent it band. to me, and I was like, "Yeah, this is all right." Because yeah. I mean, I have I have very eclectic tastes in music. Also, I like a lot of different things, and I like me some heavy metal sometimes at the appropriate yeah. uh, occasion. So, so I was like, "Yeah, okay, this is cool." But yeah, it's it's never it's never been a problem, and I think you know, there's a place for every type of music. So yeah, I yeah. mean, like it like fluctuates week to week what I want to listen to. Like lately, I've been listening to pop punk. But, like, sometimes I want to listen to Viking Metal. Sometimes I want to listen to some Christian rock with Creed, okay? Like, oh, is not Creed me. Christian rock? I mean, Scott Stapp is, like, super religious. Okay. And, like, most of the songs are kind of about heaven and stuff. So, yeah. Hey. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. Won't you, won't you take me higher? Oh, I thought that was about to, uh, pot or something. Oh, I mean, hey. Ooh, hey. Okay. Maybe I've been listening to it wrong this entire time. I mean, people bring their own interpretations to music. So good point. Yeah. Okay. All right. So thank you, little girl. girl. Little girl. That was a good question. Hope you enjoy your baguette and your snails. Fucking French. All right. (laughs) Okay. Um, So next up, we have some questions from Amy from the Third Player Games podcast. And her first question was, if you could live inside a video game's universe, which game would you choose? So I haven't, we've, we've played it, so yeah, I think I can say this. Uh, yeah, I think Anthem, like, just being able to fly oh. fly around in a mech just sounds yeah. super cool. Um, and, like, the, like, wildlife there is really cool. Like, you know, I'd like a little pet grabbit to, like, bring home and, like, cuddle with. Um, yeah. Uh, I think runner-up would probably be destiny just because it's mm-hmm. pretty cool like you're just flying around space and stuff and yeah what do you got well i feel like we've answered this question before but it was a while probably. ago yeah it was and a while ago. i have no idea what you answered 
Obviously, it was not Anthem at the time. Um, but I thought back about it, and I believe that my answer was Destiny, uh, because, like, important to me was living in a world where there's, like, technology that works. Like, you've got a nice living arrangement. You have running water and toilets that work. So that sci-fi world seemed good. I also liked the idea of being a guardian and having light. And, you know, maybe if I accidentally fall off a cliff and die, I can come back to life and it's fine because, you know, me a little bit accident prone. Um, <laughs> so I like that. But now that you say Anthem, I'm I'm kind of getting sold on that because I that is a beautiful world. And then they've also got the technology, theoretically. I mean, Fort Tarsus looks like... Just like a weird mix of technology and like, like yeah. old uh, culture, um, but hopefully they'd have. I mean, they should have. They should have toilets, right? I mean, oh yeah, definitely. There's, they got there's toilets in Fort Tarsus, so I think that'd be fine. Uh, but yeah, I like that, and I like the idea of flying in a in a javelin. Well, Watch us be wrong, and like we're playing the game next week, <laughs> and I turn and look, and there's just some dude shitting on the street. It's like, what the hell, man? Like, come on, Anthem. <laughs> If you can have flying javelins, you can have toilets, okay? Yeah. So, I'm sure it's fine. Um, I mean, the biggest drawback is that, you know, the weather's doing some crazy stuff, but I guess you just stay inside while that was yeah. happening, maybe. Um, if there's any world-ending cataclysms, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it'd be fine. I think we would. I mean, what? so if you, if you lived in Anthem's world, what javelin would you want to be piloting? Probably the storm, because that's the one I'm most excited about playing with, and uh, you know, to stay back and do my elemental attacks, so I don't necessarily have to get right up in the fray. Um, I hope I hope the guns in my javelin come with like a really strong auto aiming function. Cause <laughs> in real life, my aiming is not gonna be okay. Yeah. I would die right away. Um, but yeah, yeah. What what are you okay. thinking? I'm thinking Ranger, just so I can fly, like, really up high in the air and, like, look down and, like, see a bunch of enemies and do the ult and just become a fucking Gundam, because that okay, sounds well, really fun. That's just just a reminder, though, like, what what has happened to Farah like, every time she's done her ult in the air, Ooh, pretty that's a much. Good point. So just think you're about that. You're pretty big target. Yeah. But, I mean, like, in the game, you're invulnerable while using your ult. Oh, so are you? Like, yeah. Um, hey, way to fix that, Bioware. That's that's yeah. a great idea. So, I guess there's there's that. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Well, sounds good. Uh, okay, your turn. Okay. What game do you wish you could have been part of creating? In this hypothetical scenario, you are amazing at doing whatever it is that you'd like to do to be able to contribute to making the game. Hmm. I think, honestly, like, just because of how much I loved it, I wish I could have been involved somehow in making God of War like maybe voice acting on it i think i could have done a voice you know yeah. and one of the like the brothers that gets murdered um spoilers definitely uh, i mean you do you do a real good golgoroth voice so i think you, you could you could do some type of voice acting definitely yeah yeah um yeah definitely like got a war just because that game is so incredible and like everything about it is like almost perfect and so like to be yeah. able to like in a couple years be like oh hey i work on god of war that'd be something to look back on and smile about what about yeah. you? Um, I thought about it and I decided that Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice 
would be the game that I would just be so proud to have worked on. Um, just because, like, the game means so much to so many people and, like, the, the messages that it's exploring and, and what it does, it's just, I, it's a great game. I loved it. Yeah. And, and like, like I said, I'd be proud. And, like, I don't know, like, what skill I would necessarily bring to making a video game. Um, but, like, they had, after the game came out, they had uh, this video kind of montage put together with people's screenshots from the game and then their messages back to the developer about what the game meant to them. And it was just so beautifully done and so emotional and like just watching that video made, made me cry. Um, so like if, I mean, I'm not a great video editor, but like I can do some stuff. And so like if I had been involved in that and helping to make that video, like I would have been really proud of that. But yeah, but yeah. yeah that's it for me so but yeah god of war would be a good choice too because so many good games i mean so honestly i'd be i'd be proud to be any with any kind of game even just like a crappy little game yeah so. true just because <laughs> like that is that's probably like a dream right there yeah yeah so okay so this is the final question that we have we started with one. a hard one and we're finishing with a hard one that's what she said he said yeah somebody said it so yeah um hopefully um so all right this is the last question from amy she said cats or dogs this is this is tough cody what do you got so when thinking about this question i had to make myself a little pros and cons list because it's like dogs really cute con sometimes barks a little too much pro will love you forever Con smells sometimes. Yeah, that happens. Then I went to the cat side and I was like, pro, really good snuggles. Con, we'll try to kill you sometimes. Pro, does a lot of cool shit. Like jumping <laughs> around, all that. Okay. Uh, con, <laughs> I gotta clean the litter box up. I'm not a fan of cleaning litter boxes. Um, so, like, it was a really difficult choice, and I weighed those pros and cons pretty heavily. Um, and, like, ultimately, I just decided to go with bunny rabbits. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, if I, have, if I have to pick one, I think I'm going to go with dogs just mm -hmm. because, like, my father has never liked cats. And, like, the only time I've ever, like, really around cats, like, they're nice. And, like, mm -hmm. it always seems wonderful. Um... I don't know, there's just something about a dog. Like, once you get a bond with them, it's just like, we're set for life. Sometimes cats can, like, just be like, I hate you. Like, unless you get a good one, like like Aloy. Um, sometimes cats just hate you forever. But I want, a, I want an animal that's going to love me forever, you know? What you got? All right, so this is even more complex for me, okay? Because yeah. you guys you guys know I got my cat Aloy, and you've probably heard me talk about her a lot and what she means to me and how much I love her. Um... But what you might not know is before I had Aloy, I had a, a dog named Gizmo. He was a little chihuahua. Uh, I had him since 2004. Um, yeah, no, yes. No, I had him since 2003, I think. So we were together for many, many years and I loved him so much. Uh, he's, I mean, he's been the love of my life, like... 
I mean, I love people and stuff as well, but there's something about a dog, uh, because, you know, he's been with me when I was out on my own, living alone, uh, through all whatever tough stuff I was going through with my life, like, he was always there with me, um, and he filled this role of, like, you know, he was my best friend, and he was also my child, and there's just, like, I don't know, we just, we kind of had, like, a probably an overly codependent relationship, um, but, like, we were, because, you know, a dog doesn't get out much, like, it's got its yard, it's got its house, it hangs out, you are the excitement in its life, and so, like, when you're together, they're, like, super excited to be with you and get to do things, um, and, like, so I always felt, like, a big responsibility for that and, like, to, you know, take him to the park and make sure he had a good time. Just because, like, he brings joy to my life, I wanted to make sure I brought joy to his life. And it was just such a, I don't know, just a big emotional thing. And so when I lost him, it was, it was so hard. And, like, I don't, I don't know when I'm going to reach a point where I'm ready to have another dog and have, you know, a relationship like that. Um... But that, and that's when I in, got Aloy because honestly, like I didn't, I never wanted another cat. I, I had a cat before also, like for part of the time that I had Gizmo, uh, my sister's cat had come to live with us and she was a good cat. She was an indoor cat. Um, but like, it's, it was definitely not the same, you know, I, I, I loved her, but nowhere near as much as I love Gizmo. And like you said, with the litter box and having stuff, and she was older and she had problems. And so I was like, oh, it's just a mess. And I was like, yeah, I don't ever want to have to deal with a cat. Um, but I reached that point. I was like, I need something in my life and I can't, I can't have another dog right now. Uh, so, so I got Aloy. She was a stray in my backyard. I was just like, hey, how's it going? She came to live with me. Um, and man, I, I love this cat more than I ever thought I could love a cat surprise um she's she's fantastic also because she's got her cat door she goes in and out so she doesn't have to have a litter box that's fantastic uh downside of this cat as you know sometimes she brings things in the house that she shouldn't she lives up to her name she's a mighty hunter um i don't think i didn't tell you this cody but she's also a mighty gatherer because the other night i woke up and there was a sound in the house. I'm like, what is this sound? You never want to hear a sound in the middle yeah. of the night. So I got up and like went and looked around. I couldn't find anything. And I came back to my bedroom and like right on the floor in front of my bed, there was this bag, uh, like a, like a bakery bread bag from the grocery store or something. But it had like, it looked like some type of like meat that had been like bundled up and thrown away and so she had found this somewhere and brought it in the house and was like trying to get through the bag I guess and I'm just like oh my god cat so you know uh you never know what she's gonna bring in the house but uh she keeps me on my toes and she's she's come to be much more of a, a cuddler than she originally was uh she was you know pretty skittish at first about living in the house and being comfortable but she sits with me like pretty much every night and lets me pet her and we snuggle and you know like a lot of those cats do that thing where it's like you can pet me twice and then i'm going to attack you and like she has never been like that i can just rub all over her i can play with her feet i can rub her tummy um and occasionally she'll do this thing where she like 
just kind of opens her mouth a little bit and starts to put my hand in her mouth. And I'm like, no, don't do that. And she stops. And I'm like, what a good cat. Like, she's Is so... this food? No? Okay. She's like, can I bite this just a little bit? I'm like, no, you cannot. She's like, okay, just checking. Um, but she's such a good cat and I love her. Um, and, you know, you just, you find love when you least expect it. Dogs and cats are great. You should have a small furry friend in your life. And yes, bunnies are also great. Bunnies are also great. Bunnies are great. Any any type of small furry friend. I mean, maybe not turtles. a possum. Turtles too. Like turtles. Are, I mean, they're just. I feel mm-hmm. like it's important to have something soft because there's just like that calming feeling when you can pet okay. something soft, which like a turtle could be a great friend, but it's not what you call snuggly, so. Fair. Yeah. I love kind of cuddling her and like putting my head on her and listening to her purr. And like she lets me do that. It's really sweet. Sometimes I would cuddle Gizmo and put my head on him. He did not like that. So, um, and we've recently, she started letting me, because she doesn't really like to be held. But we started this thing where sometimes I can pick her up and kind of put her over my shoulder like a baby. And we stand at the back door so she gets to look out the back door while I pet her and snuggle. And she, like, lets me do that for for a while. She's like, okay, that's fine as long as I get the view. So um, that was a real long, drawn-out story to just say it's not fair. You can't ask to make a choice because they are both wonderful and I love them. So there you go. Right. Yeah. So thank you, Amy, for the questions, and thank everyone for their questions. Uh, so we've been doing this for fifty episodes, or fifty-three technically, um, <laughs> uh, and we do have our one-year anniversary in two weeks. Um, and like, we're really proud of this. Uh, I put a, a message last night in Discord about how like I am so excited to see what this year brings for Geek Car Games and its community. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast right now, like we thank you so much for letting us live a dream. Cause like, yeah, without you guys, we're just two people talking into the void. And so thank you guys a lot. We really appreciate everything you do for us. And, uh, we love you guys a lot. So, yeah. All right. That's great. But save some of it for the anniversary. I know. Cody, I know okay. I know. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cody's overflowing with love. So that's fine. Um, Yeah. We, I had a lot of fun with this AMFA, so yeah. thank you guys so much for your fun questions. Hopefully we'll do this again in the future and get even more crazy questions that result about, in weird fucking stories. So, about our food preferences, yeah. please. More of those. You need to go get something to eat, man. I do. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, if you're, thank you for sending in these questions. So now your next job is to send in your favorite moments, your favorite things, whatever makes you happy about Geek Heart Games so that we can share that on our anniversary episode. So you can get in touch with us by email at contact at geekheartgames.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Geek Heart Games. We have our YouTube at geekheartgames.com slash YouTube and just a couple days ago when this came out, we've released a video of us becoming Apex Legend champions because we're fucking badass. We're really good at that game. So, I mean, we were that time. It's hit or miss, really. But yeah. <laughs> um, and then we've got live streams over at twitch.tv slash games, which just this past weekend, we had a pretty big community night playing Friday the 13th. And obviously we had a blast with that because we always have such a good game. In a surprise twist... 
uh, I got to play the killer. And once I killed everybody, guys, it was so shocking. Like, nobody could have seen it coming. It was a monumental occasion, and it was fantastic. And you can check out that stream for a while still on twitch.tv slash geekarcames. Later, it'll be up on YouTube. Um, and if it's not entirely as I described, I mean, that can't be helped. So um, you can join our Discord for fun conversations over at geekartgames.com slash discord and you can buy a shirt at geekartgames.com slash shirts if you'd be so kind we'd love to get a rating or review on itunes or your podcast service of choice and yeah i think that's gonna wrap up the big 5-0 i am on twitter at s-k-s-u-v-a-k cody i'm at comic book cody yeah so uh two more episodes we'll be having a great big celebration again but until then, Cody, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do 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 do. Thank you for fifty episodes.